0: On 93.7 The Ticket and com. What up?
2: This is Jay Foreman, DP. Old School, we are back. Brought to you by the Mercado, certified P.M.I.T. Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop located at 84th and Havelock. We appreciate their support. Appreciate the uh, Butcher Shop because there's a plenty of uh, phenomenal choices. So if you're feeling froggy, you need to leap on down there and uh, you know, Get some stuff going and throw it on the grill. So. Have you
1: have you changed your preseason prediction for record yet? Have you for who for the Huskers football? Have you what was it? Well, you said eight and four.
2: No, I ain't changing. it. <laughs> I ain't changing. Austin, you, you ain't catching me in no, no, no mo- moment right here. Uh, why, why would I back down?
1: I I didn't expect you. You, you I were thought always talk
2: about somebody causing trouble. I ain't backing down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look, See, man, that's the lead. Look, Jay look, Foreman look, says look, eight and four.
2: Eight, yeah. It, well, I mean, it, okay. <laughs> okay, look, worst, worst case scenario, we come out of the first game, the first four games, 3-1. and one. Okay, Cape Michigan, that's realistically, okay, they might bust our head open to the white beat. 3-2.
0: <laughs> but and two. since you
2: said Chubba Purdy three. had an 80 quarterback rating, I think, you, I think Jeff Sims <laughs> is going to have 90 and then 100, and we might pull the upset, right? <laughs> so then on the then we're going Friday night, uh-huh. 7 p.m. So oh, it was 8 p.m. Eastern. So we're going at yeah. 7 o'clock to Champa- Urbana, Champaign, mm-hmm. Illinois, to play an Illinois team that lost the Brown brothers. Yep. Okay. The spoon. Be- got the best cornerback in the in the in the nation and one of their defensive line guys and one of their linebackers. And I think, you know, they probably had lost the offensive linemen. So I like that. What did city. your
1: grandma say when you was about to do something? Bad? I like them chances. You bet not, Jay Foreman. You <laughs> oh, listen, 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 listen. Right You here. better not lose to Illinois.
2: You better not. So I like our chances there. Okay. If if you want to say and four if, and two? You, if you want to say that we're four and two, we're three and two. huh, We can even be three and three after that game. Okay. okay? I even just do okay. that just because it's on the road. Okay. okay. Three and three. Okay. We're, we're, okay. we're going to bust the northwest and head over okay. to the white
1: meat. Four, four and three.
2: Four and three. Purdue. We're going to come in here and get your boy Ryan Walters. We're doing that. Then we're going to East Lansing, mm-hmm. okay, and we're playing it. We don't know what time we're playing now. We're going to beat them, so I don't even know what the record is. Six there. and three. Six and three. We're already going to the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Okay. The game that is kind of like the the gotcha. setup game. Gotcha. Is Maryland coming in here with Tua of brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's his name? Talia. Talia. I mean – Okay, Talia Longa coming in here and whether we we want to leave let him leave upright or not and as Maryland's defense got bigger and stronger to be Big 10 worthy because if they haven't we're going to be 7
1: That's a three. that's a 41-40 game. I don't know who Oh, wins. that's
2: D, D, this is a defense is optional game.
1: Oh yeah, this is this is arena football. We just cause Tango is, is going to throw is, for five is, touchdowns, run for, run for one or two. This is new
2: age. Yeah. This is new age fan football. I yeah. think this is a great game when it's like 56-53 and like five overtime. Yeah. No, it's garbage. Johnny, yeah. we'll,
1: we'll, we'll have Johnny Holiday breaking it down so for us. So, I you. think that we,
2: <laughs> we can do that. So, now we're seven and three. Uh-huh. And then I firmly believe that we're going we're gonna to split one of those two. Okay. So, that's how you end up eight and four.
1: Okay. I, I, you know, I'm just – I'm all in. Like, I'm, I'm with Coach Foreman. How I just ride. think
2: the opportunity is there. <laughs> the schedule is there. Austin, I'm not looking Austin. at anybody on this right here. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not looking at any game on here, mm-hmm. even though Nebraska's in transition, mm-hmm. besides the Michigan game, is like, all right, you know, like Nebraska doesn't you – know, they're not getting off the bus thinking like, oh, we got to play our best game. No, you, we need to play our best game because we need to get consistent, right? But we gotta just got to play a good brand of football.
1: Austin, what do you think? Where, where are you? He's
2: gonna be six and six. You know, Austin, he's from Duke.
1: <laughs>
0: you know that. I My prediction was seven and five the last time we did this. Um, Nick and I were doing this before um, Happy Hour Day. We went uh-huh. through the schedule, so I'm glad this is coming up. I landed at eight and four being the best case scenario, mm-hmm. and four and eight being the worst case scenario. And I think it's fifty fifty which way it goes. And if you look at it as a bell curve, you do end up in the middle at six and six. But this is where I let my heart take over for one game, and I'll stick with seven and five.
1: Yeah, I, I, I I've been saying the last four years. that I wouldn't be surprised if this team went eight and four or four and eight. The same thing applies this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Same thing applies. So I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. Who do you trust? On the team, who do you trust on the schedule? Again, oh. you don't know anything oh. about so many of these opponents, but John, you don't know as so much about Nebraska like John, you guys have been safe.
1: John, John and Cortland says, never again. <laughs> Semi Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh,
2: this isn't Kool-Aid, though. Because, uh, like I said, uh, okay, I'm going to ask you guys this. Okay. We'll do the grading scale one through seven in New Age, right? Mm. Because, you know, like the reason why I do the new age now, because, you know, like when when people when they do multiple multiplication, the way that we me and DP were taught to add, subtract. It's like somebody in Germany came up to the same. You know, you could do it a different way. Yeah. You ever seen those like Instagrams where they say if you take the year you were born the year now and times it by like whatever's in your bank account, you're it comes back to the year you were born. Well, that's how they do new age math. Right so we're our new our grading scale is one through seven one being the worst seven being the best right or mm-hmm. wherever you feel comfortable mm-hmm. okay in comparison from last head coach to this head coach okay on a scale of one to seven mm-hmm. okay how comfortable are you that this coach will coach this coach will lead this coach will actually lead be able to reconfigure the ship if you kind of get off path if is that a clear enough question for you you know what i'm saying
1: faith in matt rule versus previous coaches previous coaches i didn't have faith in i didn't well let's be clear i didn't have faith in scott um Prost was a two,
0: rules a four until he proves. Okay, pro so DP's
2: at four. Where are you at, Austin?
0: Uh, Craig is at three on the text line. Okay, cool. We got four three. Um, on the day the hire was made, I would have been a six. Okay. I think now I'm at a solid four and a half five. Dang, how you gonna go down? I'm in wait and see mode with some of the assistants. Yeah, I think I think some of the Matt Rule stuff is his staff. Matt Rule himself probably a six. Everything else going on around has brought that down a little.
2: Okay, let me ask I you a follow-up Let me yeah. ask you a follow-up question. Yeah. If you initially had a six, and let's say DP, you were initially at higher than a four, right? Now you got to your four and a half, and you got to your four based on the staff. So, but if your if your initial grading system is almost perfection six to seven say five to seven for dp if, it, if he was at a five and went down to a four but then wouldn't that wouldn't your initial thoughts be like okay i you know i know that he will actually coach our staff develop our staff x y and z so that's why i ask why you would go down because, because all he has it, to develop it, 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 the staff rather than it. having the
0: staff help develop him. Right. Because it hasn't been done for me before. I've seen I, I saw what happened to Scott Frost at UCF. I haven't seen that at Nebraska. I've seen what Matt Rule's done at Temple and Baylor. I right. haven't seen that at Nebraska. Where, like, you know, you've said it's right, the, right. the biggest job of his life. It's the hardest job of his life, the biggest stakes and, and he's dealt I with in his career.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I don't think he brought Okay. If you ask me about Tony White Tony White's a seven for me. The reason all of the faith that I have in this coaching staff.
2: Okay, but is your is your seven conditional? Because just say your boy Potts or the the, the eighty five running backs that Minnesota just essentially puts yeah. water on in Chia Pet. Yeah, started trickling up there in Dinky Town.
1: I'm not up surprised the- by that. So I'm not that wouldn't that wouldn't change it for me. I would give him a chance to work out because. We have a pretty good idea of the level of talent on this d- defense. Like real talk, nobody's surprised. Nobody's going to go, "This is the this is a top three defense in the in the Big Ten Conference." Nobody's going to say that talent wise. Nobody's going to say it. So we know that the magician has to be at work. Like Tony White's going to have to maneuver some people. He's going to have to out outthink some people, outplay some people, outscheme some people.
2: Yeah, some that, days he's going to win. Some days you're gonna he's have not.
1: To line up and play. Yeah, but who, who's
2: you're going to have to line up and place This is why I'm asking you right now. This is why I need solid answers, right? I don't need is. I just need guarantees. Because here's why. It, because if you're comfortable with the head coach, right, I'm comfortable with how you can lead. And that because I'm trying to, destroy, to show the distinct difference, right? Because part of what made Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh, mm-hmm. was his ability to when he was first hired as the 49er coach mm-hmm. to have an extremely inexperienced staff then overnight, they were like, "That's the best staff in the in the in the NFL." Why? Because this the whole off season and during the season, right? He is not only coaching his players; he's coaching his coaches. So here's what I'm trying to really get to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you have a coach that's coaching, and then he's coaching his players or coaching his coaches, and they're therefore coaching his players, then when we talked about the big things, or you know, punching your, I would say, you know, punch yourself in the face that has to dissipate to a certain percentage because it's not something that's glossed over or allowed that is corrected and
1: rectified trust is through experience right and being familiar mm-hmm. right being identifiable right you like the guarantees well so you like the
2: you you, you like the guarantee of a 80, control the controllable of, of, of an eighty quarterback rating. I'm a child of Joe that, Gibbs and John Thompson. Control six the controllable with two sacks and two interceptions. Control that's the controllable. What, like.
1: what I'm not going to do, I'm not letting so you, you like. I'm not letting you bang your head against the goalpost like, on a seventy yard pass. Yeah, but you like Gus Frat.
2: Be on his way to a Pro Bowl, headbutt the goalpost with a neck broken. No, because you know, I'd have told him – I said,
1: year. well, no, because I'd have asked him. <laughs> no, that's the trouble thing from yesterday. I, when did we practice you banging your head on the goalpost or in the pads? Like, we didn't practice that. Uh, Only uh, do the stuff we practice. Like, we didn't practice that, Gus. That's literally the conversation. Like, we didn't – show me where we practiced you putting your head on the pad in the end zone. And then missing
2: the pad. then Right, and then, <laughs> right, and the then
1: concussing yourself. So – coaching is usually it's so much more of that of just do what we worked on right like just do what we But we i'm practiced. Just saying
2: if you know that what's been described that an adult is in the room mm-hmm. and that's what you asked yep. last year yep. where the adult where is the adult in the room now there isn't a question that there's an adult in the room when you can compare one to compared a compared to yeah yeah, okay. compared one's more an adulter. What call? So therefore, but I like. Does that change? Does that change your ranking?
1: No, because no, no. If Tony White, if Tony White, let me say, I'll get in trouble for this, but I'll say it anyway. If t- if this was Tony White's team, and I'm imagining this as Tony White's team, because the offense has to compete at Tony White's defensive level. The defense is going to compete. They may not be the most talented defense in the Big Ten, but they're going to compete and they're going to make an attempt to be in the right place. Then sometimes you're just too slow, too small, not not, not strong enough. But at least you're going to be in the right place. That I have trust in. And because of that, that means that Satterfield's offense has to, has to iron versus iron, that they've either got to get tougher, Big Ten tougher, or they will get decimated. At practice, like they're not even gonna make it to Saturday, because yeah. I mean, you're that's
2: just in theory. And but I'll, they ain't got no dogs over there that'll be doing it. And also, and the to the curveball to your fastball comment would mm-hmm. be okay. As much as you said, let's just say the offensive staff isn't up to the the defensive staff hasn't coached in the Big Ten ever or had success here. So both of them have a lot to prove. But that's I, the great thing about
1: it. Well, I but I look at that through Ohio State's thinking defensively, right? Michigan is very compound, very base, very boundaried in what they do. They try to take away portions of the field (laughs) at a time. Ohio State says, no, I'm just going to be in the right place. You can beat me if you're better than me, which Michigan has figured out how to do. But everybody else in the Big Ten struggles because Ohio State simply says, you're going to have to out-execute and outwork me to beat me when I have better talent. Nebraska is just saying we don't have better talent, but listen. But we got talent, though. You have some talent.
2: Yeah, it's better than none.
1: Right, you have some talent. You could have
2: Northwestern talent. You could have Nebraska talent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just – seven years of Tony White defenses gives me some comfort.
2: Do you think the 3-3-5 can work in the Big Ten?
1: It's not a matter of – I think it can work. Yes, I think it can work. I think it'll work better when Tony has picked his – roster that when he's identified the talent he's working with somebody else's talent right now
2: yeah it's probably I, being a, taking a job right
1: which year one doesn't look like year two ideally right i have faith in the work that, when i'm at practice and i listen to to tony white i feel the development happening i see the development tony happening
2: Tony white we are paging you right now
1: yeah i but that's like I, you see that Satterfield works at a different pace and a different energy. And the decisions made that you're going to go to Jeff Sims, the Jeff Sims decision tells me that you're not going to have full control. I'm not going to bring in Jeff Sims to throw deep balls to all these sprinters that brought in. Right. Big 10, big 10 football to us is put your feet on the ground and out muscle somebody. You went out and got sprinters and said, That tells me two years from now, this is a track team with somebody with a big arm who throws, with hardball throwing long, you know big balls down the field. If you hit one out of six. Wait, 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 hold on. What? What are you talking about? You need speed. You you need speed. You need, on you need speed. You need but need you speed also need football players in the Big Ten. Track, track dudes don't do that well in the Big Ten.
2: They don't but, do that. But, not a receiver because are too many corners. DP, there's yeah, too many corners yeah. that beat them up. There's too but many J. and Too many debos the out difference, there. Though. Yeah. Here's where college football has changed. If you it, it, right now to get a Power Five offer mm-hmm. is way easier than ever when I played. True. You only go two. Three, you you got to do two
1: things. Agreed.
2: Play seven on seven, and run a good 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 hundred time or two hundred time a track. You'll go from three star to four star overnight. And that's not just secluded or just not just nebraska this is everywhere right so everybody is a track guy now because everybody is trying to get in the door i get what you're saying if mm-hmm. they're purely track guys like right. if you're just taking a guy that's a track guy is say, come try out and play football you like to have both right because what you can't coach is essentially the ability to run yeah. now what you have to be able to do is coach guys that are fast and have them ha- have the ability to play football. So a perfect example is Jalen Lloyd from Westside, okay? He is cross-trained to play receiver and defensive back. When you watch his tape, he's fluid in his back pedal. He's a when football you, player. He's a football player, just happens to be one of the best in state track. Now you could say, okay, what's the transition going to be for a Malachi Coleman being excellent at track? Not a lot of football experience from, say, third, fourth, fifth grade, right? That's where the coaching is going to have to be. And his body type is different, being pretty much 6'5", 185. If
1: Malachi tried to – and again, with Big Ten, big Ten football. Right. What I see in year three for Malachi is different than what I see in year one. Oh, for sure. That year three, they're not going to send Malachi down on Jay Foreman because his season will be over. Right, no, but see, right. That's but that's a Big Ten football right. offensively for Nebraska. But your receivers have though. better, better bang up on some, on some dudes. It's matchups, though. Right.
2: See, that's where people I yeah. really think are missing. Yeah. How you can potentially? It's like okay, I like I love boxing, right? Um. So if you think about a boxer that's going to try to fight a boxer that likes to be inside and like grapple and you know, hit you with body blows and wear you out, kind of like a James Tony, yep. right? Remember when James yep. Tony went to heavyweight? Lights out! Well, well, when he went to heavyweight, he was grossly overweight. But the way that he was able to go 12 rounds is because the proximity wasn't – it was very close. So His all nose did, told you everything. right? Yeah, I but, don't care. So he's right there, right? <laughs> so in order to combat that, right, and still fight the James Tony fight, you have to get to the way that you want to fight within the way James Tony wants to fight a different way. How is that an analogy? So if you want to become physical and your offensive line isn't just, say, Iowa level. I wouldn't even say Iowa's offensive line wasn't that good last year. So just to say Minnesota's level, just because they're, yeah. you know, physical, right? Yeah. Um, you know, upper echelon offensive line, say, so, big, so six or above yeah. in the Big Ten. If you can't do that with the present guys right now where you roll out we know that's where we're at you have to get bigger faster stronger physical at two parts up the middle Mm -hmm. where if you look at nebraska up the middle on paper they seem pretty good Mm -hmm. or you can sleep at night yeah right yeah and then where they're able to get bigger and more physical is one by play calling and what they do out on the edges right So when you think of two gigantic tight ends with Borker with bigger receivers, right, or receivers that can lock up and get some movement out there for their smoke screens, jailbreak screens, level routes, and all that, that's how you can still become physical. So if you want something to look at, that's what they were able to do at Baylor. And it was all predicated on speed. Now what you can do from a matchup standpoint is in year three, or year two after potentially a redshirt year with Malachi Coleman, right? He's able to actually concentrate on football in the weight room. He's able to train his football muscles instead of being more of a straight line, linear track muscles. So he's building up those fibers and all those stabilizers and all that stuff, quick twitches for football, right? In year three, year two of playing. Now you're saying, okay, he had, and he showed flashes at the end of his red shirt freshman year. He's had an excellent spring. He's more durable. And then his sophomore year, now he's a matchup problem. Yeah. So then you just have flipped the scales to how – now this is all potential. Now you flip the scales to where now everybody's up there trying to recruit about what you have mm-hmm. versus we're trying to recruit with what they have.
1: Yeah, and we're, and Nebraska's not in that lane. Oh, we're not yet. No, right we're talking
2: now. year three. You're not in that lane. Yeah, but you have th- to find a way. You got to find a way to win a couple rounds yeah. when you're when you're fighting – you know, no, Buster uh, Douglas and, and, or something. And
1: Texas Jeremy, he, said, he asked the question, is DP really saying his speed won't work in the big? No, what I'm saying is Trey Palmer's speed was based on him learning, spending three years in a system learning how to route run, how to be physical in, in short traffic space, being able to burst and get away and get releases against Big Ten and SEC corners.
2: And when you saw Trey Young destroy the, 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 the Riley Moss from uh, – Iowa, and then he did it again down at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and all the guys, it it wasn't just nine routes. Yeah, he he is he, Trey Young or Trey or Trey Palmer learned how to be physical. Yes, a physical fast guy. Yes, even though his frame is slight.
1: That part. That
2: that took that tough Mickey from knowing <laughs> it from twelve to when he got here. Yeah. However many years he was at LSU yeah. to finally the light come on. Now he's playing for Tampa. Yeah. When we come back though, DP, we're going to talk about Casey Tamanaga, the NBA. And we're going to talk about big news from Florida Atlantic with their, with their two guards are, are, who put on a show and the decisions that need to be made in a little bit less than six hours. Jay Foreman, DP, will be right back.